It's show 29 of the Rim Pro Report. Today we'll be talking with Bob Johnson of Nade. Plus, we'll look at the most recent industry news. My tiger blood is racing. Let's get going. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. This show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Well, we're back. It's been a great week around here for us. I don't know about you, but uh, spring seems to have sprung and somehow that seems to create some energy and excitement and I, I somehow feel it. It's, it's out there. Also in the studio today, we have special guest, uh, a special guest who's kind of had an interesting week of his own, and, and he's been wanting to get on this show because he knows how popular and how many people are listening to it. Charlie Sheen, you've been everywhere, and now you're here. Yeah, you've had quite the publicity week yourself, Charlie. Man, it was epic. The run I was on made Sinatra, Flynn, Jagger, Richards, all of them just look like, you know, droopy-eyed, armless children. Right. Well, it sounds like it was a pretty good week for you then uh, if, you know, you're making those uh, significant stars look a little droopy themselves. But, but you know, I thought it appropriate to have you on the Rim Pro Report today. I, I just didn't know this industry was so important to you. I mean, what's not to love? Well, you know, that's what I say. This Rim industry is pretty amazing. So many things going on, lots of evolution, changes and more. Kind of sounds like what's happening in your world right now pretty hard to keep up with you. You borrow my brain for five seconds and just be like, dude, can't handle it. I completely agree. I, I don't think I could handle it in any way, because shape, Because it or just, form. it fires in a way that is, um, I don't know, maybe not from this particular uh, terrestrial uh, realm. Well, yeah, I, I, I see that. So uh, thanks for joining us today, Charlie, regardless of your planet of origin. Uh, this conversation is very enlightening at all, but I, I want to get on to the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> Today we're going to chat with Bob Johnson, Executive Director of Nade, with Nade's largest conference ever coming up quickly and a bunch of very cool things happening at Nade. I wanted to catch up with Bob again. But before we do, let's check in on the week's news. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, I, I realize this is not news, but as I interact with you, I actually wonder if you're still using those drugs. I use a blender. I use a vacuum cleaner. I use, uh, you know, I, you know, household items. So uh, no news there. You're still using. So uh, some who bought who things this week already. UK-based PHS Data Shred of Kent acquired Shred Easy. Uh, Shred Easy has six locations and grosses 5 million pounds in revenue. PHS, with the acquisition, now has 14 destruction facilities throughout the UK. So congratulations to PHS. Uh, Alcoa, the uh, large aluminum company, invested $10 million in Electronic Recyclers International, giving it a 10% stake in ERI. Alcoa sees the increased use of aluminum in electronic equipment in the next two to three years as a significant reason to get intimately involved in the electronics recycling industry. 
Uh, I2S announced that it has entered into a stock purchase agreement to acquire a majority interest in Curtis Technologies, which is based in Rochester, New York. Curtis is a major player in the robotic-bound document scanning system. So uh, congratulations to all those uh, who were acquired and those who acquired. It's like winning. Yep, they are winning and some nice, uh, so nice, nice connections there in the acquisition space. Seems to me with the loss of your show, Charlie, you're no longer winning anymore. I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? Uh, now what? I don't know, and I'm not even sure why I asked. Hey, here's an interesting story out of CNET this morning about the causes of data breaches. Negligence is by far the biggest cause of data breaches at corporations, but criminal attacks are growing fast, a study released today concludes. The average cost of a data breach for a victimized organization increased to $7.2 million, and the average cost per record came to $214, which was up $10 from last year. According to the new 2010 annual study, U.S. Cost of Data Breach, which was conducted by the Ponemon Institute and based on data supplied by 51 U.S. companies across 15 different industry sectors. Those costs associated with breach involve detecting the incident, investigation, forensics, customer notification, paying for identity protection services for victims, business disruption, and productivity losses. A record can contain only one piece of information on an individual or multiple pieces of data, including social security number, contact information, driver's license, purchasing habits, and account numbers. Uh, malicious or criminal attacks are the most expensive and make up the fastest growing category of data breaches with 31% of all breaches involving malice or crime. Negligence was the most common threat with 41% of all breaches according to the study. The most expensive breach report in the study was $35.3 million, and the least expensive was $780,000. These are great numbers to share with your, your clients and your potential clients because without an effective data protection program, these are the kind of numbers that are involved. A number of companies have devised an online data breach calculator for helping estimate how likely a breach is and how much a breach could cost based on an organization's size, industry, location, and security practices. I'm going to include that link on the show notes for today on the RimProReport.com website. So uh, what do you think about data breaches, Charlie? Is this the type of thing on your radar? Have your advisors given you any advice on exposure? No, they didn't give me any advice, and, and, and within that, there's great advice. Okay. So uh, Nate is holding its Certified Secure Destruction Specialist training in Chicago this week. Bob Johnson is there in Chicago, so we'll actually be catching up with him uh, when we call him in a few minutes in Chicago. Hey, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs has just mandated NAID certification. VA Directive 6371 establishes the Department of Veterans Affairs policy to ensure that personal identifiable information of all individuals, including veterans, dependents, and employees, and all other sensitive information that is contained in temporary paper records is properly disposed of and that needs to be with a NAID certified member so that's pretty cool hey recall announced the opening of a new transfer processing station in roanoke virginia recall north america's newest transfer processing center hosts a range of security and safety measures including 24-hour active security monitoring digital closed circuit television state-of-the-art access controls gps tracking and alarm vehicles so um 
Recall continues to grow. We talked about them last week. Recall also named Lisa Weaver, formerly of Cytel Corp, as their new CFO. AIM has just introduced the Capture Practitioner Certificate Training Program, the goal of which is to help companies to learn about scanning and paperless technologies. Shreddit, based in Oakville, Ontario, has partnered with Sky Technologies Palo Alto to develop a mobile solution designed to improve the efficiency of the document destruction company's customer service reps. So they've basically extended their SAP uh, CRM system module out into the field uh, such that the Shreddit uh, people on, on site can issue invoices, capture signatures, record proof of service, and update the corporate call center in real time according to a press release that came from Sky Technologies. Best I can tell, this is already current technology that companies like O'Neill and Anders and DocuData and the other industry software players have in place. But uh, this is uh, updated news from Shreddit, so I wanted to pass that on. So thoughts, Charlie? That's up. To, that has nothing to do with me, really. I mean, they, they're they're entitled to, I suppose, interpret stuff um, as they must. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, six independent shredding companies in the UK are now joining forces to form the Shredding Alliance in order to provide customers with faster, better service. Founding members of the TSA are Perry's Recycling, Data Shredders, Russell Richardson, Shred On Site, Print Waste, Waste, Print Waste Recycling, and On Site Shredding. Wow, what does that mean? Well, it it means that uh, cool things are happening in the UK in the shredding division. Hey, you know what? It's uh, That's all the news I have for right now. I know that there's lots of news going on, so if you have any you want to share with us, uh, please let me know. You know, I'm going to try and get Bob Johnson on the line right now, so I'm going to turn the music on. I'm officially going to turn off Charlie's microphone because I'm not sure what's going on with him, and we're going to get him on the line. Hang on a second. Bob Johnson is the executive director of Nade and uh, is a frequent guest, has been here before, and is, I think, well-known to pretty much everyone. So rather than taking a lot of time to introduce Bob, other than to say I'm really happy he's with us because I know he's really busy, uh, Bob Johnson, are you on the line? I am, Tom. Good to be here. You're in Chicago. I am. So uh, Arma Nade Spring Seminar, how's that been going? Well, it, it went well. We had, a, a I think, what they would consider a record audience, and it was the first time they'd offered a, a dual track, one where they, you know, the local chapter provided a track of records management issues, and we then provided a track of data protection issues. And um, it went very well. It was very well received. Cool. Well, I know you're incredibly busy. I know you guys got, you have so much going on, and rather than sort of ask a pre-formatted set of questions, why don't you tell me what's going on? I, I, I know it's crazy right now, so give me some of the sort of the big picture things that are really cool, and I, I might dig into a little bit on some of them. All right, sure. The, uh, well, of course, you know, right now, the biggest thing on our plate is our upcoming conference right. uh, starting next Friday. For the first time, we're doing it over a weekend. And uh, that's been very well received, so we're, we're glad of that. We, all, all things indicate at this point we'll have record attendance this year. Wow. Um, but I, I guess what even makes that event more exciting is um, on the domestic front, we have so many uh, new initiatives. And, you know, while there are a lot of moving parts to those initiatives, I'd say basically they, they all fall in line with producing various uh, products as well as systems 
for our members to be able to capitalize on the current changes in regulations. And really, you know, domestically, we're focused on helping our members ride the tide that's already been created by the current regulatory um, uh, Compl- format that's out there. So right. that's, that's really going great. Oh, cool. It's things like that we've talked about, like the video and um, and our doctors and dentists marketing program and other things like that. So that just just for a moment there, that video, uh, the video you're doing seems like it's not only you're you know I've seen the news briefs and different things like that coming out of Nade and in different ways, but the uh, that seems to already be gaining momentum outside of the conference and it's really not even officially launched yet in other associations and such. No, it is. Uh, there, there's no doubt about. It. There's a lot of excitement. One one of the nice things was that. We were able to collaborate with other organizations um, to help us provide interviews and content for that. But the, the tool itself is interesting because it's not necessarily a sales tool, although that will be one of the, the side, uh, side effects of it. It's, um, it's a, again, a tool it, it pro- that pro- gives our members something they can then take to their clients and help their clients be compliant with the regulations. Right. So it, this, it serves an employee training function and employee training is, you know, uh, a part and parcel of all of these data protection regulations and and largely with, you know, the high-tech amendment to HIPAA yeah. and the new emphasis on enforcement and training and policies and procedures, the uh, the video feeds right into that trend. And, uh, you know, we're, we've, we've already have uh, healthcare providers chomping at the bit to get at it. Oh, that's so cool. You also yeah. mentioned a marketing program for doctors. I, I know you're launching this, but is there any sort of brief overview you can tell, talk about it? Sure. The, you know, and, and again, it goes back to a very similar strategy as the, uh, as the training video. Yeah. We, we realize that one of the roles of the we can serve as a trade association is to take the pooled resources of our members and help them and, and help create tools that they can use. The, the, what's unique about this is it's the first time we focused on a lateral market where we identified a major segment of the potential market that's largely unvetted yeah. and remained untapped, but that is poised because of the regulations yeah. to, to really make a sea change. And so we're hoping that by garnering a number of resources, including the video, which does also feeds into that, right. um, a dedicated website, which is properphidisposal.net, and provides nothing but information and resources to, to doctors' offices regarding um, you know, their compliance and the need for compliance and how their world is changing. And, and you know, a, a lot of it came from the, the focus groups that we did. So... We, we didn't just run at it right. thinking, you know, how can we do this? We literally conducted focus groups uh, around the country looking at uh, where we brought in office managers for doctors' offices and found out what they're doing and what their needs are and what would they like to see. And it turns out that they're very excited, in the focus groups anyway, about outsourcing destruction services to a service provider that might also be able to insulate them from regulatory noncompliance. And, and and also the penalties that would come from that noncompliance. Cool. So it's all, it, you know, we, it, again, it's a lot of moving parts, yeah. but when you step back from it, what we like is that they're all fitting together, including certification, which addresses vendor qualifications, right. including the insurance, which addresses vendor qualifications, yeah. and then, of course, the, the training materials and those other things. Wow. 
you you've actually been quoted as saying uh, this 2011 conference is going to be the dividing point between the old secure destruction industry and the new secure destruction industry. Uh, give me a, just a bit more because I know I'm already interrupting you, and I know you had you have lots of things you want to tell us. So, um, but you also know that I love to talk about this stuff. So uh, that, that's, that's just fine. The um, no, what, what what I mean by that, and it would be easy to write that off as just you know, hyperbole, but, but I, I'm very serious about it. And it's not only that what's going on in the U.S. market regarding mm-hmm. data protection, and I think we all see, at least the, the, the students of the industry, see high-tech as the high-tech amendments to HIPAA, that is, as a trial balloon of what will be a data protection regulation that will affect all businesses. Right. So it, it's, we're really modeling, using that as the model as we go forward. And, and so we're seeing a change in the environment where our services are offered, but, it, but it's also so it's a dividing point in that regard. It's also a dividing point in how NAID is approaching creating tools to help our members sell their services. And what we think, you know, stepping back to maybe the fifty or $100,000 foot level, looking down at our attempts to professionalize our industry. Right. Wow. Okay, so I I jumped in and took you off track, but you were talking about the conference. Uh, any any more sort of interesting things you want to say about that? No, just we're excited. People are gonna they're coming. It's uh, it's, it's very interactive. You know, we we we're uh, we're not only looking to tell our members what we're doing. We're looking for them to tell us what they need from us. And so many of the sessions where we're rolling out these things and we're introducing these products uh, and these processes. Um, it's very interactive, and we're looking for the feedback in that regard as well. And, and you know, and like like many things, we don't really think of any of these things as being finished. Yeah, it's always a work in progress, and there's always more to do in these areas. So that feedback's really valuable. And we're we're just uh, excited to get everybody together. It's a even though it involves close to a thousand people, it's still like a family reunion to me. Uh, I, I know you're setting attendance records, or you said that. Uh, you got an app, too, apparently, I've heard. You've, you've got a conference it, app coming out? Yeah. I, you know, I, I thought I invented it when I woke <laughs> up in the morning and said, boy, wouldn't it be nice to be able to just go to your, your smartphone and, and see everything you need to know about the conference? But uh, as you might expect, someone beat us to it. And, uh, and so we were able to just uh, select from a number of apps that are out there. But, uh, cool. you know, I, I think it'll be really cool. Of course, we'll have the pocket guide and those other yeah. things, but... The, the application is, is so interactive to the point where um, an attendee can review all of the sessions, look at all the biographies, all of the descriptions, can even select what sessions they want to go to in advance as they look through that, and their phone will literally prompt them as to where they need to be now and where they need to be next which for me at a conference is always what I want to know. Where oh, should I be right now, and where do I have to be next? It's perfect. I love yeah. it. Very cool. Okay, so uh, conference is huge, and conference is a big focus of attention. What else is going on at Nate these days? Well, you know, it, again, the conference is kind of the, the coalescing of all of these. It's, 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 yeah. it's the point at which we introduce all this stuff domestically. Right. I think when I, when I think then outside of that box, it's what's exciting for us is what's going on internationally. One, we've, uh, we've gotten enough interest from our member locations in Asia that we're moving forward with an Asian chapter. And those of, the, those of your listeners that are familiar with NAID's kind of system is that we do develop regional chapters, and we yep. have NAID Canada, NAID Europe, um, and NAID Australasia. 
well, uh, we have a big enough contingent in Asia now and enough interest that they would like to have their own dedicated chapter. Very cool. Um, along those same lines, we've created three new seats on our board of directors, all of which are specifically created to be occupied by someone from those regions. Oh, so cool. Canada, Australia, as well, and Europe will all be now represented officially on our board in kind of a, you know, a, a, a formal manner. Um, we've had a couple guys elected internationally just in this process, but this is a formal seat that they occupy. Um, and, you know, we're, we're very excited about a collaboration. Um, again, your readers or your listeners know that we've collaborated with PRISM for the last few years in Europe. Yeah. And this year, um, PRISM or ARMA is joining that mix. Oh, so cool. our London conference, I think it's November 7, 8, and 9 in London, will not only be made in PRISM, but... Um, uh, Arma as well. Oh, cool! And and uh, if I'm if I guess the other things that I just crow about a little bit or or um, am excited about, we conducted a dumpster diving study in Canada last year where we hired a research firm to go out and canvas and examine the contents of commercial dumpsters that were you know just readily available. Yeah. No laws were to be broken, and there were some very strict rules we had in place. One of those rules is we were not even allowed to know who it was that they were surveying and they came back with this you know kind of the sanitized empirical result of this dumpster diving survey where there was a specific set of companies they they types of businesses and, and organizations they looked at well the results of that survey were were you know were interesting and so interesting in fact that it, it ended up it landed us on a national television morning show the most highly watched Canadian morning show as well as in every newspaper across the country it was very exciting to be part of the press conference we had yeah. where we announced that release. Anyway, we're taking that very successful experiment, and we're now transplanting it to um, Europe, where we're going to be doing a similar event in London and in Madrid. Oh, cool. And, and it's, I think it's, it's interesting to look at the difference in our approach domestically in, in Europe. Domestically, it's about riding the wave that's already been created. Right. And how do we help our members capitalize on that? Whereas in Europe, we're still in the mode of creating the wave, right? If that makes sense. Yeah. So oh, yeah. by by bringing attention to that, you know, to hopefully getting the same kind of focus that we get on that we got in Canada in Europe, will um, will uh, bring attention to that matter. And and the timing couldn't be better because they're in the midst of rewriting the data protection directive right now in the very formative stages of that it's going to be a couple year process um, and you know that's on the heels of a consumer attitude survey that we did in Spain and Netherlands and Switzerland last year which was very useful both from policymakers standpoint and then lastly I know I'm kind of on a tear here but the, um, uh, the we're, we're taking that consumer attitude survey into Europe hmm. and it's really become kind of our modus operandi where we go in with a consumer attitude survey to get some baseline numbers on yeah. what do people, what do business decision makers think and know and do related to information disposal. What do they know about the laws? How are they behaving? Right. Are they concerned? And from there, we can build a strategy and on how to overcome whatever obstacles or misconceptions are in that particular marketplace. Wow. So um, that's very cool. Again, they're all they're all kind of coming together at one focal point, but, uh, but they're, they're disparate in their tactics. I guess. Yeah, no, that's fabulous. Um, I, I, 
I mentioned it on the, the news uh, in the show just a few minutes ago, but uh, uh, Veterans Affairs now is mandating NAID certification for all their destruction. That's kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah. So we, we'd actually seen some VA contracts a couple years ago that specified NAID certification, but we did learn that those were, I hate to use the word rogue, but they yeah. were kind of isolated cases. This is the first time... Um, we'd gotten wind that um, it was an official VA policy. Wow! Um, and uh, and it's no, there's no um, no doubt that that kind of acceptance has come over the last couple three years, as you know, the uh, the the four international companies that are in our space um, in the destruction services yeah. arena um, move forward with NAID certification. And uh, we're very excited about what we see as an international trend in that regard as well, with increasing numbers of certifications in Europe and Australia and even in Asia. Very cool. What's been the reaction to the Certified Secure Destruction Specialist accreditation process and training? Well, that's why I'm in Chicago. Okay. And, and, and really, this was a bit impromptu. We were already going to be here yeah. doing the, Need. Uh, the ARMA seminar. Right. But, but what happened was the, we had such an outcry from the publicity on the first round of training and testing. Um, we'd, we'd already planned to do a test in conjunction with the conference for the people that would be there anyway. And we just had such an outcry from people that wanted additional training to be able to take that test. So, um, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm very enthusiastic about it. And, and if, you've, if you've read some of the stuff that I've written about it, for me, the CSDS was a delivery mechanism in order to, you know, get our members more excited about really, you know, getting into this stuff and becoming what you would call, um, what having mesmerizing expertise, I think is yeah. your, it's the term you coined yeah. for, for that. But, um, you know, I'm trying to deliver that, and, and this kind of motivates them to move on and actually be acknowledged for developing that type of expertise in a broad range of issues. Yeah. So we did have initially, I think, um, about 30, uh, 35 people test the first time around, but I'm happy to say I think we're closing in on 50 that will be testing um, at the conference. Oh, that's and so, so cool. So, you know, not everyone will pass. And we, yeah. we had about a 70% pass rate in the last test, but uh, for, even if that stays where it is, we'll be in the, in the neighborhood of 50 or 60 um, CSDSs, Certified Destruction, Certified Secure Destruction Specialists. Yeah, um, well, and I, you know what's cool for me is I, I kind of hear it from the other side because people are asking how to use it, and a lot of people are extremely excited about that. I think from, you know, people who are um, managing secure destruction uh, operations either within, just within that framework or as part of a larger RIM service offering, uh, I can continue to hear really cool stuff about it. So uh, congratulations on that. Well, that makes me feel good. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Um, sanitation certifications seem to be up these days. Yeah. Well, it, it is. We're, we're, you know, you've been around long enough, and I, I don't mean to age you or date you, but <laughs> you, you were, you've been around long enough to remember when NAID certification first rolled out. And yeah. I think at the end of the first year, we had six. Yeah. And at the end of the second year, we had... Uh, even 12, and maybe only 30 at the end of the third year, it would have been very easy for us to say, you know, was this was this misguided? Yeah. But now, of course, that the physical certification is uh, surpassing 800 or, or has surpassed 800 certified locations, and, and we know we're onto something there. Oh yeah. With the VA specifying it, right? Yeah. 
And then, and, and so sanitization similarly. It started off with about seven or eight, uh, I guess it was actually less, maybe six, six companies that initially got certified in the beta phase. And now we're seeing about that many more in this you know, second year that are warming up to it. And what's, what's probably most exciting for us is that um, we're literally the largest players in that arena are now moving forward and working through the program. And, and um, just as the, um, the large organizations in, our, in the physical destruction side lending their credibility and yep. their name to certification has advanced it. When, uh, when uh, these organizations come on board, um, one of which is a household electronics consumer um, uh, brand name that everyone will know, when, they're, when they adopt the NAID sanitization certification and, and are maybe even promoting on a, on a, cons- on a household consumer basis that oh. they're NAID certified, um, that could take a whole new uh, turn to that that event, and I, I'm I am positive it will be as as successful as our physical destruction. Oh, very cool! I I don't know how you just don't blow up some days, Bob, because things <laughs> are so cool and exciting, oh. and what you you're, yeah. you're doing these days at Nade. Yeah. So anything else? I mean, I I know that you know that that's plenty just to keep up with. But is there any other cool things going on that you wanted to share with us before we called it a day? Well, you know, I, I will say, and, and, and thank you for that compliment, but I couldn't do all this. It, there probably has been, over the last couple of years, a, a pretty serious uptick in, in my ability to focus on a lot of these, which I think you would agree from, from both of our perspectives, you know, more of the fun side of and creative side of what we're able to do for NAID members. Yeah. And so, but that has only come because NAID has grown to a size where, we have a large and competent staff back at the office that free me up to do this. Right. So that's, you know, that's a development in and of itself that we now can look at our, our office staff and, you know, and say we have, uh, you know, three people focused on certification that do a great job. And, and I have a, a, a great number two, uh, Dustin Kisson, who yeah. is, um, you know, who uh, literally can, can be my eyes and ears when I'm not there and runs the office, uh, runs a very tight ship. And, and, and the rest of the crew. I mean, yeah. they're all, they're all no, very you, good you, and you me up to do incredibly things good that I like to do most and that I'm probably best at. So yeah. that's, that's been a development all in and of itself. Yeah, you you got a great team, and, uh, and you are obviously very proud of that. So congratulations. Thanks, Tom. Well, it's been, you know, it's been, it's been great talking to you. I, I know that, you know, if we just catch up every six months, the uh, the evolution and revolution that continues in Nate is, is pretty cool to hear about. And so um, good luck with the conference. I know it's going to be a great one for you uh, and all the stuff that's rolling out. It's It's been a pleasure catching up and uh, continue to make it happen. You're, you're doing great stuff. Thanks, Tom. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Okay. We'll talk soon. Well, there you have it. Another show done. Thank you especially to to Bob Johnson for taking time out of uh, his busy schedule to talk with us today from Chicago about all things Nade. And, you know, Charlie, I got to say, I know you're busy, too, and I know you got a lot going on in your world, so... That's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go! Yep, and you're going, and that's quite evident. It seems like you are really on fire these days. Because I, I, I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. Right. And I gave that to them. Yeah. I may forget about them tomorrow, but they'll live with that memory for the rest of their lives, and that's a gift, man. It is, Charlie. It is a gift.
So thanks again, everyone, for being with us today. It's uh, been quite the ride today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned lots. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again in seven days on St. Patrick's Day. We are out of here. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com. Where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.